Hello, all you lovely traumatized humans. Today we're talking about goals and success and not giving up and how we maybe sometimes should give up and how there is no secret to not giving up. Did I just ruin my own thing? I think I did. Anyway, um, someone named Dabo Swiney said, always remember the goals that we have achieved pale in comparison to the daily commitment it takes to get there. Yeah, that seems obvious. A little profound. Quotes are weird. But talking about goals is sexy and admirable, right? Like we all like to talk about what we're going to do. A lot of people are just honestly blowing smoke up your ass. We can talk all day (laughs) about our goals and dreams. We can talk and talk and talk until the cows come home. That's something we say in Wisconsin. Blah, blah, blah until the cows come home. It's a saying. It's a thing. Look it up. But sometimes the proverbial cows never come home. And then what? Then we're just left talking. Because the premise is that you, you talk until the, the cows come home and then you stop <laughs> when they come home. But sometimes the cows are just out to pasture and they don't feel like coming home. They're chewing their cud. They're having a good time. So um, anyway, goals are reached through consistent effort and smart strategic planning. Chasing goals is not always sexy or fun. Sometimes it's boring and redundant. Sometimes, or rather, most of the time it's difficult and requires sacrifice. My two largest goals are to be a paid writer and a sponsored athlete. And I have been chipping away at these goals for years. My secret to not giving up is that there is no one secret, but I'll tell you some things that do help me stay focused on my goals. Um, and the first is feeling like giving up is different than actually giving up. Do I feel like giving up sometimes? Fuck yeah. All the time. You can acknowledge the feeling and not let it dictate your behaviors though, which I think is really important to make that distinction. Um, thoughts aren't facts. You can think I want to give up. And that doesn't mean that you actually have to give up. Two, you need to have a pretty damn good reason to not give up. We all start a new hobby or take up a new interest, but if you want something to really stick, you need to love it. As Glennon Doyle said, if you feel something calling you to dance or write or paint or sing, please refuse to worry about whether you're good enough. Just do it. You need to want whatever it is you are pursuing. If you're doing something for someone else, like fuck that shit, you're never going to follow through. Number three, identify what motivates you and prioritize that. I once met a fellow runner who told me that he didn't feel inclined to lift weights or cross train, even though he knew it would help him run faster and be healthier. It just wasn't a priority for him. I do make time for these things, even though they're not always fun because my desire to remain healthy and run faster outweighs the redundancy of gym time. I don't love lifting weights. Um, Like I love being in the mountains, but lifting weights allows me to go to the mountains and like be healthy enough to do that. So it's not a hard, hard thing to make time for. Um, Number four, set small achievable goals for yourself. My goal when I raced my first 50 miler was just to finish. Then I, you know, had a finish under my belt and I could reasonably build out goals from there. You need a place to start from. And then you can chip away at a loftier goal with incremental goals in place to help you stair-step your way there. Like I did a 50 miler. Then I was like, okay, done. Did it in like 11 and a half hours. And then I was like, uh, I think I could do it a lot faster, like at least an hour faster. Did another one. It was about an hour and a half faster. And then I went up to 100K and then I redid the same 100K because I didn't think I did it good enough. And I didn't. I took like three hours off that time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, my next thing is 100 miler. Same thing. I'm going to get one under my belt and then I want to see how fast I can go. Number five, let go of self-doubt. There is no room for that here. Fear and self-doubt will inevitably sprout from whatever ground you're standing on. So you might as well stand in a fertile fucking place, eh? You will feel whatever emotion you focus on. So focus on something good. Love, excitement, hope, gratitude, passion, etc. Practice builds number six. Practice builds confidence and confidence precedes achievement. Not the kind of confidence born of arrogance or cockiness, which is arguably not confidence at all, but the kind of confidence that is calm and steady, quiet and true. The rule of 10,000 hours may or may not be true, but what is true beyond any doubt is that consistency breeds confidence. The more you do something, the better you're going to get at it, the more confident you'll be about the thing. 
That was really fast. (laughs) Number seven, don't compare yourself to anyone else. Don't compare your goals or your successes, not your triumphs or your pains, not your failures, setbacks, body, face, brain, family, income, nothing. Don't compare anything. Comparison is truly the thief of joy. And the more you compare, the more unhappy you'll be. And the more time you spend comparing, the less time you'll have to focus on you and your own goals. Number eight, learn from failure, but don't let it stop you. We've all heard that value, that failure is a valuable teacher, but it still bites, right? Like it still sucks. It's bold and audacious to aim high. The higher you jump, the further you have to fall. But falling is bound to happen anyway. Put on your blinders and ignore anyone who is not supportive, which leads me to number nine. Find people who support and believe in you. Villages raise children and villages accomplish goals. Americans are especially inclined toward individualism, but most of us would not be even like semi-successful without the support of our family, friends, colleagues, and partners. When you inevitably fall into a slump, your community of supporters will help you get out of it. And you can help other people get out of it. And you know what? It feels good to help others. Number 10, no one giving up is the right thing to do. If you're chasing a goal and you consistently feel lukewarm about it, like if you're doing something and you've been doing it a long time and you're like, I just don't even, and you feel like for a long time that you don't care, stop, stop doing that thing. Focus on something that sets your fucking, you know, brain on fire. If you're chasing a goal also because someone else told you to, or because of somebody else's expectations, you might be chasing the wrong goal. Sometimes an attitude of never giving up is less inspiring and more harmful. Learn the difference. And then I linked a slightly cheesy motivational poem speech thing about not giving up um, in an article and then an article about Oprah because she's like the queen of not giving up. Oprah is queen. Car for you. A car for you. Car for everybody. Wow. I want to be like her. Who doesn't want to be like Oprah though? Hmm? Even men should want to be like Oprah. Men should be like, I would rather be a woman who is like Oprah than be a man like me. (laughs) I think that got twisted somehow. But anyway, bye.